Welcome back to uh, Poems and Whiskey. I'm uh, I'm Michael, and tonight I have Aoife. Aoife, tell us who you are. Hello, I'm uh, Aoife Dopp. I'm a uh, total mess of a person. Uh, I'm a poet <laughs> sometimes. Uh, I'm pretty much everywhere at uh, Press Facsimile, uh, mostly Instagram, but I go pretty much anywhere if I can figure out how to. <laughs> uh, press facsimile. I wanted to ask you, um, like, I'll start off with like the most superficial. Like, why press facsimile? What is that? So, press facsimile. I, it's a lyric I stole from a song. I, <laughs> well done. The greatest artists always steal. Go ahead. Exactly. That's what. I'm <laughs> Everything is plagiarized. Uh, don't read anything I do. It's all plagiarism. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what brought you to poetry? Like, where did you start? Uh, so all through school, I kind of thought poetry was a little bit cringe. Uh, I'm Fair. such a, I was like one of those English kids, but only for like essay writing and everything. But I've always been writing like songs and stuff, uh, doing like lyrics and everything. And unfortunately, uh, rhyming's a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> not, yes. <laughs> and I'm not exactly uh, great at instruments. Uh, so I kind of realized poetry is exactly what I'm looking for to do like flowery purple prose shit and then also yeah. like like emotionally resonate with myself a little bit more and figure some stuff out for myself without having to dedicate all that time to like actually learning how to play guitar <laughs> see you know i did get a guitar yep you can see just the beginning of it like over there <laughs> in the corner of the screen yep. where it's been untouched for a while <laughs> um yeah probably gonna leave that there for a minute but um so you didn't write in school i did mostly uh short fiction writing and mm-hmm. like um like essays i've always been really good at actually writing like academic style essays Gross. Uh, the poetry <laughs> yeah i flunked out my major for that too um, <laughs> so poetry like we did it for a couple of courses and stuff but i never really clicked with it there was a couple of things that I don't know. It just there's a lot of people around me that were just like, "Oh, well, the curtains are blue, whatever." And not always. <laughs> why is it okay? Why everybody has roughly the same reference? What? Why is it the blue curtains? What book were we all forced to read that had blue fucking curtains? I got it from a Tumblr post, so I'm. Oh, we'll see. Like the great equalizer there. Yeah. <laughs> uh you're a Tumblr refugee as well. Oh God, yes way too much time spent when I was like 15, 16, and then I entirely dropped off the face of the earth for it. It's making a comeback. You know, I'm there now, actually, is yep. is the sad thing. I'm there. I'm yeah, don't go looking for there. me. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's a weird area. Like, uh, in the early... What was it? Early to mid... 2000s it was a big thing and i was there like everybody else yeah uh yeah mm. I got it's a different like, beast now it's a different yeah, beast 100%. now i kind anyway. of walked out and avoided the discourse side of things uh but i was also <laughs> really into like oh god i'm gonna admit this hanagram <laughs> like the hannibal will graham oh you're into hanagram i used to be i'm i'm trying to get better no shame no shame <laughs> cannibalism as love perfect it's beautiful it's so beautiful i feel like i'm i'm stealing other people's culture if i write about it but <laughs> that's why i write my robot stuff instead and just hope for the best i actually have a problem with that whole series but that's just me being nitpicky about book versus media representation oh, it 
Clarice was just too fucking cool. Anyway, I don't want to rant about that because we'll get way off topic. Um, but if anybody wants to hear me rant about <laughs> the differences between the theories and uh, and and the book, um, I won't shut up. So, <laughs> what was the what was the galvanizing force? Like, what, do you know what tripped it from your essays into into poetry? Like, what was what made you shift? Was there a, a specific event, or did you just decide to try it one day? Uh, so I was doing a bus trip to go up to my university that I've, uh, as of late flunked out of, and it was like my first time actually out of town by myself. I was kind of just like figuring myself out and there's all these, I live up in like Northern Canada. So Ah. it's a lot of really small, really isolated communities. There was just these really, there's one specific poem I wrote that I'm never going to share because it's really bad. It's like my first, Babby's first poem type thing. Oh, and, you should share it. You should oh share God. it. You and should. I I will go early poem for early poem. If you decide to share it, I will also be equally as humiliated. How about that? I'm holding you to that. I don't have it on I, hand right now, but it's on like three phones back. But Scout's on her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just comparison, uh, comparing the differences between like these two towns that are right beside each other. One that's very like dilapidated and like poverty stricken to a certain extent whereas the next one over is just this gorgeous coastal like it's all this old brickwork and it's just this really gorgeous spot and i'm like hey i should write something about this but i don't want to rhyme right now i'm on a bus it's been it's like noon and i'm not usually up at this point oh i miss those days <laughs> yeah me too they shouldn't be my days currently but they definitely are sometimes yeah yeah uh i i don't i i have to get up i have the whole like parenting shtick to do but if oh, i didn't gotcha. have to yeah. yeah yeah you'd be you'd be set mm, i i'm i'm naturally like a night owl so it, it's only out of necessity <laughs> it's not it's not out of choice yeah somehow insomnia and hoping for the best yeah yeah yep. yeah lots of coffee yeah yep. yeah probably unsafe levels of it yep been there constantly <laughs> cheers i make good choices yes <laughs> that's what we're here for that's why we're poets there was a question I asked, I think, um, I don't, God, I don't know how many shows back now, but like asking like, what was inspiration? Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, is it just trauma? Like, oh, hundred percent. Like <laughs> without getting like, we could, you know, wax philosophical about it. And I do often, but mm-hmm. uh, on the other hand, it's, it, is it just trauma? Like it's what drives us in, it's, in every action. It's gotta be trauma. It's absolutely the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a lot of things in my head that don't really mesh with the regular society. So growing up, you have to get hit with that and figure that out. Like I really uh, rolled lucky with that uh, autism diagnosis and the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Society's not built for me, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna fight it as much as I can. Yeah, that's about the way of it. Yeah, hundred like, percent. That's what I do. That's what this whole house is. There's not a single neurotypical one in this goddamn house. Based best place to live 100 <laughs> percent and be like it uh, me and my kid and my mom like uh, we were all <laughs> throughout the day it's the funniest fucking thing so i'll be watching something or working on something on my computer and i look up and everybody's got their own little islands of screens and like <laughs> their input it is at one point i was like mom why did you ever think we were normal just like <laughs> i I don't know. <laughs> like, I tried. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Like this, this. Look at where we ended up. Like, mm. <laughs> like we're practicing parallel play here. Like this is not. Yes, actually, it's actually really nice. Like we pop into each other's little worlds. Like, hey, this was funny. This was cute. Hey, look at this. And then we exactly. go back. It's it's been the way of things. And since the pandemic, it's all just uh, everything's inside all the time. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm the only one who's like, I need something else, guys. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Something needs to happen. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what. Like it just m- movement. I need yeah. <laughs> a little bit of something. A little bit of interaction. At least enough that I can like have something new to complain about. I- yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> Life's great joy is complaining about things, and when you run out of stuff to complain about, like what's up? Like how many times can I write this sad, like existential poem about the washing machine and my life being a cycle? Like it. You got about six more in you, I believe. Yeah, six more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, did you have any like? I had a few, you know, early childhood poets. Whether or not I like really stuck with them through the years, but like, was there any that you happened to like? Uh, not so much in the way of poets. This is coming back to the, my music thing, though. Uh, I've always Ooh, been gravitated to, uh, like, strong songwriters. Uh, yes. Like, the rest of a song can be the absolute worst thing on the planet, but if the lyrics are good, I'm like, this is actually redeemable. Uh, yes. I need, a, I need a, I need a, I need a strong lyrics in a song. Definitely. Exactly. Otherwise, why the fuck am I there? Like, right. Like, some things are good for vibes, right? Like, if you're going to the club, you're not sitting there like, I need to listen to this acoustic. Uh, <laughs> I don't need stuff right now. <laughs> but like, I'm not. This hoser, this hoser, like fucking song is just banging. Yeah. Actually, no. I need to go to a club that's playing hoser right now. I changed my mind. <laughs> well, <laughs> my friend Katrina and I have been toying with this. Um, equal opportunity um like bisexual strip club called uh tits and tackle (laughs) that's so good (laughs) we um and we'll we'll have a hosier hour at least at least yeah i think it'd be good necessary there yeah yeah i'm doing um like pour some sugar on me and then um i forgot what katrina said she was going to do but yeah it's 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 an experience and i would love to have hosier night You've got to get a performer that puts more flannel on as the song goes. <laughs> they put on like their third pair of socks, and you're just like, "Damn, like this is going." I love it. I love it so much. Free ideas, uh, giver. All right, so particular songwriters who 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 did you love? Uh, so annoyingly, back in the day, I was super into. I I only listened to rock and metal because I was like a dude's dude and everything. Uh, that's fallen off severely. Uh, but like the earliest we call that were... growth friend exactly I'm <laughs> actually uh, exclusive to the poems and whiskey podcast today's actually my first day on estrogen so oh my god yeah yeah I congratulations yeah, thank you so much oh it's your first day it's oh literally our... my yeah I've been on spiral for about like two months now but today is my first day with estrogen after being out for three years I had my year on tea in uh, February Oh, right on. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) We also call that growth (laughs) for all other reasons. We're growing. We're learning today. (laughs) We're sharing. Oh, but congratulations, man. That's that's so fucking awesome. And it's so weird. It is so weird to start out. Like, oh, 100%. I have to melt stuff under my tongue now. Like, what the hell is this? (laughs) It is. uh, it, It is so great. 
and so strange. And I found um, the neatest and strangest part. Because I've always had like a weird um, thing where I, I, I don't really see myself in the mirror. Like it was... The, Man, before my before the egg cracked, that there were so many. <laughs> so, oh God! You ever do those? Like, do you have that where you go? Oh, yeah, that was dysphoria. Um, the amount of times there, I went to like the washroom and looked in the mirror and just disassociated for a good five minutes until someone yes, walked in. Yes, and like I would, I, I there was this old Facebook post that came up. It was like. Do you ever look in the mirror and like your face just looks wrong? And of course, nobody has any comments for me because what the fuck are you talking about, Michael? But <laughs> what's bizarre is as this keeps going, I recognize the person in the mirror. Exactly. Like that is, there's actually a connection thing. to it. It is just yeah, blowing my mind, blowing my mind. Trans is beautiful. Gotta love it. It is. I have this whole uh, like transformation, whole fucking thing, like planned out between like tattoos and owning myself, and yes. it's uh. Thank I you. Don't plan my tattoos well enough. I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm missing some canvas space here. So <laughs> no, see, I love that. I love that idea too. I think uh, this whole idea, just do what you want to do. The re- exactly. like I do it in the way I want to do it because I have this whole personal mythos journey fucking Jungian bullshit like constantly playing in the you know in my mind so I am literally performing an alchemy blah 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 y'all don't need to know that but <laughs> we got there you, y'all know what I mean you understand <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I fully support um, just doing whatever Slap the fuck you want art. yes do it it makes you happy go do the happy thing as long as no one else you know gets hurt and everybody's consenting go go have fun exactly perfect so that was a very long um that that was a nice divergence away from who were your favorite musical artists <laughs> who influenced you quick how do i how do i go on a third tangent uh, <laughs> so yeah back in ye old days i was listening to a lot of hair metal because that's what like a uh, hair metal and goth bands were like the two big things because my parents were 90s goth vampire larp kids great, oh. great family situation genuinely <laughs> that's so, fantastic like, i love that i love it the first one i remember being told that i really latched onto was skid row uh, skid row which uh kind of explains a lot about who i am considering he was like the prettiest guy on the planet <laughs> <laughs> and then I discovered more like proper good indie stuff when I was like in my teens and everything and like had my own phone could go through my own stuff uh, yeah Hosier obviously is like the big big one and like the holy grail of what I would like to achieve at some point ooh like like his level or like the persona like how do you how do you mean like what if I what could, are you trying to achieve if I could somehow make something that resonates as well as literally anything off that self-titled album that's pretty much when I know I'm at a point where I'm like yes I'm actually good at this instead of having all that imposter syndrome kick in I don't know if imposter syndrome ever goes away I love the idea though <laughs> Oh yeah, I exactly. love the idea it's um, a perfect plan until it actually happens and I'm like uh, but what if I'm actually lying to everybody right now I so um I recently got um, uh, a poem accepted, and yeah, um, thank you. Uh, but congratulations! It, it, yeah, it, thank you. But it's tripping me out mm-hmm. because 
I should be feeling very happy. This is logical. It should yeah. be happy, happy. I should be happy. But I'm, yeah. But I'm not. I am. <laughs> my first instinct is to hide it, and that does not bode very well when you're supposed to also be like, "Hey, here I am." You're supposed to like do a self promote, and I'm like. I think they made a mistake. Um, <laughs> That's rough. Yep. No, I'm. I am proud to be part of it. It's just my first instinct is, oh, uh, they fucked up, and um, <laughs> they clearly think that I'm somebody else. They clearly uh, got the wrong email. No, you want my collage too? This is, this is fake. The fake news. Fake news. Which is the funniest thing, too, because, like, it's on your own merits. Like, they saw your piece and were like, okay, we want that. But then you're also like, but what if they saw the wrong thing? Like, what if they sent it to the, like, they're calling me Michael, but what if they actually meant someone else? And it's, yes. Yes. It's, yeah. uh, I was not expecting, I felt like n nothing, no big deal, nothing, didn't take anything personally at all when it came to the rejection, because that made sense to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure whatever delete not thinking about it anymore but the acceptance spent me on like a week and a half spin of like yeah identity crisis <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not looking forward to that have you started doing any submissions or anything yet uh not yet um, like i said i'm very not uh, ready for if i actually get accepted so that's oh. one of those things where like i haven't even really looked into it I, it, uh, I don't know what to do about it. As someone who previously is like on the record in this show, being like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna submit anything. I'm doing it for the love of it." I sure as fuck submitted some shit, but <laughs> the love's great, but love doesn't put food on the table. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's. <clears throat> It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. I don't know what to do with it. It's just going to have to exist and continue to exist until, you know, it calcifies or something, you know? <laughs> so I've been stress watching House. Like, Oh, perfect. I've got a buddy who's absolutely obsessed with House and is like, he's doing an autistic thing. And I'm like, yes, I'm so happy for you, buddy. <laughs> right? Though for some reason, like I, I picked House to, to, you know, do my, do my hyper focus, run away. I'm not an adult anymore. It, yeah. I, I know exactly who I am. I'm watching this show um, thing. <laughs> right here, I'm sitting. Everything is fine. <laughs> uh huh. I know exactly what to expect because uh, this show is bonkers. And they, I, after a while, they just gave up all pretense of accurate medical anything. <laughs> like they just let this dude do wizard stuff and claim it was science. Seriously, and and stuff that like running uh fucking like antibiotics and and this that and the other these things like he has to tell these doctors to do when that's just something that doctors. would be done yeah. without consult like it's because house is a genius and this is an alternate <laughs> universe where every doctor is bad besides him <laughs> i'm in i think i'm in like the sixth season now which tells you something about my watching habits <laughs> and um <clears throat> He's like in a, an asylum, and is so hilariously off base. And uh, Lin uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, it plays like a like I, I some sort of I don't know what they're trying to make him act like, but I mean honestly, just kind of comes off like a severe ADHD. But okay. um, <laughs> yeah. So 
He's just Alexander Hamilton again. <laughs> he keeps trying to rap shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of adorable because he's a baby, right? Yeah. Oh but um, <clears throat> your big musical. I keep diverting. I'm so sorry. No, um, you're good. I mean, I'm, I'm not. This. But <laughs> hey, this is the best podcast I've ever been on, and I've only been on one, so I would know. Well, see, there you go. There you go. The best podcast I've ever hosted. So see, look at this. Look at us. I know. Just sitting on top of the world, us two. Yeah, uh, we just got hit with like three feet of snow over the last. Oh, night. yeah. It's one of my best friends lives in fucking Canada, and it's just been a nightmare. Nothing's been let. Nothing's letting up. Nothing. Not you, even close. you guys, you've just been transported to Ha. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm looking for wampas and I cannot find them, and it's really upsetting. <laughs> New John Green book, uh, looking for wampas. I'm loving these tangents because they're really saving me some face here. <laughs> I think actually, I think the tangents are. Uh, I mean, I love, I love getting into it with like philosophical, deep questions, and I'm sure we will get there. Um, but I love the tangents because oh, okay. that. I, I've never gotten a group of like I mean, once upon a time in the days where I could like stay up till four o'clock in the morning and it's no big deal um, when I won't absolutely hate myself because I could sleep till three uh, <laughs> um, you know it was just hanging out with a group of creatives we were all doing something for something you know building something writing something mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, planning things being annoyingly part of like shadow casts you know and (laughs) man you you think you love something until you see it performed a thousand times on the fucking IHOP smoking section and then you'd never want to hear the soundtrack again Uh, but like it used to be that we would hang up we would all hang out and it would be terrible wonderful tangents and yeah it would just run the gambit from from all of that. And I don't know. I, I just, I missed it. There's not, I don't really have that same community. I don't have like a, a group of like artistic friends anymore. Yeah. Like, it's, that's a rough one there. Yeah. Because that 4 a.m. delirium when everything is like the funniest thing you've ever heard. Every idea is the biggest, brightest. Like uh, every philosopher has nothing on me because I just said like, and you think about it the next morning, you're like, well, did I say that? That is the dumbest thing I've said in my life. Yes. Yes. I had uh, uh, Samantha. She called them like, what are what she called them? 4 a.m. promises or something like that. Okay. Like, because... You know, when she was staying up with her groups of creatives and her bandmates and they were all high as fuck, you know, that's when they would come up with the the plans and the, the grand the grand schemes, then you know, it'd be it's just a four AM promise. It'll pop like a soap bubble tomorrow. Oh that I'm stealing that. Uh I'm not gonna <laughs> put it in a poem, but I'm definitely stealing it. Go for it. Go for it. I, well, you I know, that's everything what... I do is plagiarized, so <laughs> But I mean, yes and no. Like, everything we've done is a reference. There is nothing... Oh, exactly. Nothing new under the sun, um, which is which is cliche, but, I mean, what changes it is is the perception, the filter. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to see things exactly the same way as, exactly. as you do. There was a couple of times that I've, I've written one or two poems, and whether or not they were, like, subconsciously influenced or f- 
you know, whatever. Uh, I'll happen to also come one that that's by some sort of other famous type person. And lo and behold, the themes are exactly the same. They said it a lot better than I did, but <laughs> the themes are the same. <laughs> Every time I read Saiken, I'm just like, okay, yeah, uh, he's he, he won. He figured it out. He, I love him so much, and it's so gay. But it's so gay. It's so gay. Uh, I don't regret it, but like, it's fuck, man. So when uh, when I was, I'm very bad. So if anybody here has found my TikTok, no, you didn't. But it has <laughs> like all it is is just me. Like I was, I wanted to do like a voice change thing, right? And but I didn't want to do today. You know, I am blah blah blah. And today is the blah day on. Um, like everybody and that's fine do it if you want to do it that way mm-hmm. but uh, I instead <laughs> I chose instead to try and fail to keep up with a monthly recording of a poem that I liked as as things went on I think I got into like six months or so Jeez, okay and and then um, I think I did like Hey, so it's been a while. Here's one at eight months, and then I haven't been back yet to make a new a new recording. But those very first poems are like all they're all like in, first from Crush, and then I have some from uh, War of the Foxes. I still haven't read War of the Foxes. I'm like the worst. It's poem so good. It's like, so I keep, good. I keep meaning to get to it, and then I read Crush again, and I'm like, but do I want to put another hole in my chest, or am I just gonna? <laughs> It's, yeah, it will. It's yeah. different, but it is, um, you can still tell it's him, but the style has changed a little bit. Where are the foxes? There it is. Nope, don't fall. Don't fall. Don't fall. <laughs> I win. All right. <laughs> so, like, the setup for them is is different, and they're, and they're, like, a little bit longer in places. Like, um... This one I, that I've marked, the language of birds, it goes okay. on for like three pages. Oh, right on. And it's great, but it is a lot of them are, are longer style poems. Yeah, three pages are longer style poems than in Crush. Okay, interesting. Because, yeah, a lot of Crush I really like because it's I read one page and I'm like, okay, that's my emotions felt for the day. I can just take a break for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It, you have to bite off a little bit more in uh, War of the Foxes. Is there anybody recently who uh, who does that for you too, aside from Saiken? It's, it's not a poet, <laughs> like, because of course it's not. Uh, it's uh, the artist Pigeon Pit. Uh, they're a, a trans woman from, I believe, Seattle. Don't quote me on this. I don't believe, I don't, I'm, I'm not a good stand at anything. Uh, but it's all like this really crushing folk punk. And like the first album is very like quintessential, like, uh, fast guitars and like really uh, like breaking vocals constantly. Yeah. But uh, her, her third album, where she got a full band, it's called uh, Feather River Canyon Blues, and it's just just amazing. Like I don't want to call it country because it's not like country country. It's definitely still on the folk side of things. Uh, but genuinely, some of like the best lyricism I've ever Ooh. All right. gotten into. You said pigeon pit. Pigeon pit. Yeah. Okay. I try to put everything, of course, in the notes. So, um, you know, I put in a lot of work for the... I'm very funny in the notes that nobody reads because nobody's (laughs) been emailing me. (laughs) Nobody says anything that I've done wrong, um, which is opening a can of worms. I'm sure there's plenty that I've done wrong. 
Yeah. Everything will be in the notes. Guys, go check it out. I put in a lot of work. You're crushing my Shoot spirit. him an email. Just say hi. Like, yeah. this is a good podcast. Uh, express. Yeah, me. it's a good podcast, guys. I work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> the best and only podcast I've ever been on. See? The best and only podcast I've ever hosted. Look at us. I know. I'm so proud of us. We're doing so well. I'm trying. <laughs> So you got Pigeon Pit. Anyone else? So it's another one, uh, less strong lyricism, but the vibes are a lot uh, more upbeat. Uh, it's Peach Rings. Again, another trans woman. I think I have a theme here. Uh, another indie stuff. No, uh, you don't say. What? No. No. Me? I'm, so shocked. Me? I'm shocked and surprised that that you have things relevant to your interests. Uh, wild. What was that? So Peach? Wild. Peach Rings. Like the, like the gummy candy. Weezer inspired, I think. Uh, I don't listen to Weezer, but very, like, no. power pop, very fun. Ooh, all right. I love new shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> we got there. We figured it out. We did. Uh, so, what is a poem? A uh, poem is mm-hmm. how I feel wrapped in words that I can use. That's, like, <laughs> the, that's the worst way I could have explained it, but, like... I have a lot of issues with communicating clearly, as we can tell. By <laughs> says, just says that. the poet. Says yeah, the poet. Exactly. But if I can put it in flowery prose and like pretend I'm saying something smart, it totally works. <laughs> so I, it's basically me like brain hacking myself into like thinking I had smart thoughts. I can relate. One of my favorite masks is pseudo intellectual. Oh, exactly. That's why uh, self-aware pseudo-intellectual. So, like, self-aware that's the important part. Self-aware pseudo-intellectual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I bring up that I flunked out of university every single chance I get because I need <laughs> some level of like I'm an attainable human being. I promise. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been. I don't know who he is though. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google that. I'm sure Wikipedia has an article. <laughs> yeah, one must imagine Sisyphus happy. Don't ask me anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically how you get through high school. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to have you say what the fuck a poem is again, because I don't know how to bounce off where we just went through. A poem is a bundle of meat that I put meaning into and hope for the best. And hope for the best. A bundle of meat. Now, I like that imagery, though. That it says the vegan. But... Uh, but the... <laughs> Paper's the type of meat uh, you really get into it. I'm into it but I, I like that idea that uh, a, a bundle of meat, like something that you're cutting away from yourself. I really like that. I've done the pound of flesh metaphor way too many times. That's exactly what I was going for. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And same, same. Uh, yeah, a few too many times myself, too. What was it? Hanagram? Um, Cannibalism <laughs> <so laughs> is a love story, man. <laughs> it's to put someone... No, I can't get into cannibalism. I should. Like, no. You can. You can get into Hanagram. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, so I was on Tumblr um, way back when, and it was part of the whole, um, uh, like, Super Hulock, like, the height yep. of Super Hulock, right? And I was mostly there for um, for uh, Doctor Who. Uh, Supernatural, like, existed, and I watched it for a little bit. 
um, but it didn't actually it didn't actually have uh, any sort of impact for me until last year, a little bit before year and a half ish time frame right before or after it ended, like. Um, basically, basically, um, yeah. like I was aware it existed, but I kind of dropped off on it. Yep. And then I started watching it all over again. And the fucking storytelling is what grabbed me. And I suffered with, like, I suffered, like, I struggled with, with <laughs> this guilt for being a part of a fandom of having this new fixation because it just felt very silly to me. Like, I was telling myself how stupid it was, right? Yeah. Like, to be part of this silly genre show. Yeah. And I had to basically sit myself down and very uh, sternly have a talk with myself about um, archetypes and myths and (laughs) how this is basically, you know, the hero's journey drawn out over 15 seasons. And uh, maybe I should chill a little bit about the uh, how stories find their way into into the consciousness over and over again and um, be a little bit nicer to myself about why I find stories compelling. <laughs> That's a really good way to think about it, honestly. Like, especially because I'm... We were, we were both on the internet way back when everything was like, oh, that's cringe, that's cringe, that's <laughs> cringe. Whereas now I think that we're older, we can be a little bit nicer to ourselves and be like, cringe is dead. There is no yep. such thing as cringe anymore. Uh, just enjoy what you enjoy. And if someone thinks it's stupid, they need to think about themselves a little more. Right? Like, clearly, like, it, it, sorry, are, you're mad we're having fun? <laughs> um, confused confused like it's not like harmful media or anything like it's literally a monster of the week two brothers story with dean morgan which makes it redeemable immediately well okay so this uh you 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 really haven't seen this show (laughs) oh i'm i'm well aware he's the worst but he's also my favorite uh yeah well i mean okay god this is not a supernatural podcast i will be happy (laughs) I'll be happy to talk about my hyperfixation um anytime. But, <laughs> <laughs> but this is not a supernatural podcast. Um do you have any fandoms that you've written anything for? Uh so back to the Hannibal thing. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> one of my earlier poems is literally uh Mitsumono, like named after the season oh god, two finale. Where everything goes to shit. I got to use the word defenestrate in a poem, and I'm, like very happy nice. about it. Uh, I've also written shit about uh, cyberpunk, like the uh, role playing game, oh, video game. Yeah, because I watched the anime, and I'm like, I'm having intense gender feelings about this. I need to be a robot. I need to write about this right now. <laughs> Is that why you chose like the the TV screen, which I love, by the way? That's Thank you so much. It's very. Oh, it's very Max Headroom and it's, mm, I, well done. I love it. Cheers. I absolutely love old analog media. I'm starting to get into like tape collecting. I've had records basically since I was working. Uh, and just like the aesthetic of box TVs. Uh, there's a comic book series called Saga. A very mature, dark sci-fi comic series. Saga's fucking awesome. Saga's so Saga's good. so good. So good. And, and the robot people are all TV heads. And I saw that and I'm like, this is changing me as a person. 
what is it about that separation? Like, what is it about the TV head that 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 resonates? Uh, well, at least for the separation thing, um, I'm very distinctly aware of the like. If I ever get any degree of like internet clout, there's a. I want there to be a separation between me as a person and my online persona. So, like, yes. the name I use for my poetry, it's going to be one of my legal names, but it's not my main name. You right, guys know me right. as Eve Adopt. That is not who I am in my day-to-day life. Because I figured that distinction, at least this early on, is good to have set up. Because if anything comes of it, it's better to have right. it already built in instead of having to set boundaries with a community. Right. I've seen a lot of, especially during COVID, a lot of communities that got way too parasocial way too quick. And I've been wanting to avoid that if I ever get to like a point where I need to avoid that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I I kind of had that idea when I when I first started the the Instagram page. Yeah, I don't know. I've kind of uh, I've more or less kind of given up. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, the it, funny thing, I I never uh throughout the years, like I never had chosen, like I never used my name for my mm-hmm. writing ever. I always had a pen name. <laughs> and my excuse, my excuse for always having uh, the pen name, and for the pen names always being masculine. <laughs> yep, yep. Was that you know, men authors get published more often, so exactly. that's why, yep. of course, of course, I have to have a, a masculine, a masculine pen name because you know, it's, it's how the else will I sell? Exactly. It was just, I was just being pragmatic. It's just, I'm just a career-minded person. Like, don't worry about me. Don't think too deep about this. Please, 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 please. Yeah, don't look too hard at that. Um, I play woman in yeah. every game, every role-playing game. Anytime I write a story from first person, it's a chick. Uh, don't think about that, though. Uh, I'm totally, I'm totally a straight dude. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is the first time um, with with everything that uh, that I've even put my name attached mm-hmm. to my writing, like and it wasn't even a thought, like I just did it. So whatever <laughs> whatever I was trying to work out and hiding from myself, I've clearly at least partially resolved. Yeah, look at us go. <laughs> so you should. Read us your Hanagram poetry. Oh, no. Oh, God. I gotta start digging through the Instagram archives now. Oh, you've got me in a bind here, Mike. Oh, man, this is, like, going deep into my page. Like, this is not great. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. Where is it? I'm fighting with this, like, I've posted too much. I need to stop. No, actually, you need to post more. You do not post often enough. <laughs> not even close. Like, you're like, what? Once once a week at most? I was like, doing like three You were times, up there like, for a while. Twice, three times a week for about a couple months. And then my work situation changed because my old job. Yeah. Because I had no customers ever. Uh, <laughs> computer that had a Word document and I had a printer that they don't care if I use. So I was just doing like any kind of shift like, well, fuck it. Spend an hour writing a poem and just post it. Are you a big editor? How do you feel about oh, editing your not poems? Not even close. Uh, I really my poems and uh, make sure that the spelling's all right and like the formatting's the way I want it to be. 
Uh, but unless there's like some really severely clunky lines, what I post is usually first draft. Wow. That's really not the way I do things. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been one for revisions. I've always like really? even in essay writing and everything. Uh, I if it's done, I'm like, why would I tinker with it if it's already good? So I go with like a quick Ooh. pass. But otherwise, I'm like, no, this is done. I said what I want to say. If I don't hit a page so, deadline, that's okay. Like, so what is inspiration for you then? Like, is it something that you, I mean, I know what we were talking about how it's basically trauma, but like, what is it for you then? Like, what, what makes inspiration different than motivation? Uh, so a lot of the stuff I'm inspired by just happens to be like, it's either like, again, we, we come back to the trauma here, obviously, like yeah, it's a lot yeah, of yeah. like here's an old relationship that I'm lingering on and festering in right now. Or it's like, but it's like, it's very rare when I have like a happy thought that my poetry comes from, but that's usually like, I went on a trip and saw people and I have a community again. Uh, stay tuned for that one coming up. <laughs> happens pretty much every time I visit my old university town. Moving back, so that's going to be great. Uh, but it's usually just in like, it's kind of off the cuff. Like I've spent a lot of time alone and thinking about myself and getting caught in my own emotions and everything. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. So I basically, I feed into it a little bit. I'm a little bit self-indulgent and it's the best way to be about it. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Yes. Like there's, I'm figuring things out, uh, mm -hmm. which is a brand new sort of, um, situation for me. Like <laughs> I, I don't so normally, just fly by the seat of my pants or you know like uh, this whole project is a different way of doing and creating and um i'm looking at my writing in a in a in a different way and actually caring <laughs> about what happens no, like exactly. um it's just new it's different i've never done things in this manner and i don't even i don't even know what to say about how it is or how it feels or what it's like because mm -hmm. um you're still learning just kind of yeah. yeah yeah and i i've been man imposter syndrome and like all of that that's real fucking strong right now uh yeah, yeah. i have put some poems up recently and i just then of course i've archived them like mm-hmm I don't know if I'm going to submit them or if I just want them to stay hidden. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. The way I've always viewed it is, like, if I archive it, I don't want to say it's, like, wasted art or anything, right? Because that's definitely a really bad way of looking at creative endeavors. But, like, if I mm -hmm. post, like, not like not like a dick or anything, I hope it doesn't come off that way, but, like, I don't know. If I post something, I'm just sort of... I don't know who said it, but someone's like, art is never finished. It's your finished with it. Yeah. So if I, I get that, if I get a poem to a point where like it's done, I want to put it out there at least because even if I'm done with it, even if I don't feel like it's good, if someone else sees it and is like, hey, wait a minute, I'm clicking with this. Do you ever write with an audience in mind? Do you write for anything or anyone in particular? I've definitely done some uh, horribly toxic, vague poems about uh, people, but I've never put names in, so they haven't figured it out because uh, they don't think about these. Ooh, things. Yeah, put in I, their names. Put in their names. Put in their full. Dogs. If they're guilty, like, if they're guilty, just no. I mean, <laughs> if they, if she was they vengeance. had wanted, if they had been wanted to be written of kindly then they should have been kind. 
Maybe I should start like doxing people. You're so right. <laughs> I am. See, you 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 have come around to my way of seeing things, Eva. We're choosing well violence tonight, and I'm very happy for us. Look at us go. One hundred percent. Yes. This is actually I mean, growth. <laughs> not queer as in fuck you, but queer as in burn it the fuck down. You're so fucking right. Just do it. <laughs> like, I mean, that's basically what I decided to do. Uh, I mean, granted, my, my fire is kind of small, but it is no less passionate. Um, <laughs> fire can turn into a blaze if left unattended or attended just enough. <laughs> um, everybody's had different answers for what a poem is and what they think inspiration is. Yeah. I don't even have a, I don't have a particular answer. I don't think there's a right one or a wrong no, one. Not even close. So. I was very off the cuff and just like, I hope this is the right answer. Cause I'm hoping to get a good grade in poems and whiskey podcasts. Like that's an <laughs> thing. You got a good grade. You yes. have a good grade. Eva. Yes. Yes. You, while you, while you didn't bring the, <laughs> the books that I requested, you, you are however, very engaged. And I do so enjoy that in a guest. <laughs> uh, for those playing the home edition, I brought nothing. I did absolutely no preparation. I almost had a panic attack going into this because I no. nothing about it. I was oh. going to cancel because I'm the worst. <laughs> well, are you I'm glad, glad you I didn't did. cancel? See, are you glad? That. I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, I normally ask this at the end for wrapping up, but I want to know now. Um, do you, would you be interested in coming back on in a year-ish or so? Absolutely. This is awesome. really fun. Good. We're not done. I just wanted to... Just get it out there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I did. Because it's, you know, I already wanted to ask. <laughs> like, uh, so it's funny. I have all these little post-it notes of like reminding myself that that pressure to, to, to make it a commodity. Mm-hmm. And that was never really something I wanted to do. Not really. Um, you know, I play around with the idea of like making merch or, or, or doing this, that, or the other. But I really, yeah. eh, that's not what it's about. It'd be cool to like make have like a, a tangible sort of thing for that. But no, hundred percent. Um, hmm, is that something that? You look at with like your Instagram page, like is that something for? Like, is it part of your goals? Like, you have your Instagram up and you're and you're considering publishing, but like, how does that work together? Like, what's the connection between them? Like, is it something you want to promote as a product? Like, it feels weird to call it a product because like it is like I don't know. It's, it's, it's it, yes, this is, this is a really hard one actually. Yeah. Uh, well, you see all these people on Instagram. Like, I don't want to give shade. I actually love pretty much all these content creators that I see and they're doing so good with their merch stuff and yeah. like, their stickers, their hoodies, all their truism books, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd love to be at a spot where it can make things a little bit more financially stable for me. And I'd love to have writing or a creative piece as some sort of career. But at the same time, I also know it's super unrealistic. Like, most people aren't going to be able to sit there and just make a career out of their Instagram publishing right. page. It would be awesome right. if it could, which is why I do put in some of the work to it. But at the same time, I'm not just banking on, like, this is my big break. I'm going to sell a million copies of my first book. And Right. 
So it's like kind of an end goal, but not so much like the whole reason I'm doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I find it something that w- w- it's an idea that I struggle with. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, in my own poems, I, I don't really have like a an audience in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say they're like 100% autobiographical i mean for sure they're not i use way too many uh greek myths <laughs> for it to be too autobiographical um but uh like i don't know like at what point at what point do you look at what you've made like like how much of yourself becomes a commodity with what you put out for yourself yes 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 i as a trans woman, not to like drop the as a trans woman thing, but like, I but really no, it's it's applicable. It's applicable with how trans bodies, especially not like especially, but like in general, trans feminine bodies right. tend to be commodified and fetishized. Yep, I've thought about that way too much. Probably actually a healthy amount. I'm totally normal, um, but I. Don't it's something that you that you particularly have to to, to grapple with. So exactly. I think I think it, it's. It's incredibly impactful, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, like, I definitely know I could be doing something more with what I'm doing, but I don't want to be another person who is commodified for who they are, rather than just someone who is them, if that makes any sense. Yes, yes. And on particular, not not as much as on um, some other social media apps, but on... Uh, fucking instagram Mm -hmm. for sure that it's a there are whole poetry accounts that are dedicated to this one issue of their lives Mm -hmm. and i mean there's a lot that i just that they're fucking gorgeous i of course i follow (laughs) them um (laughs) all of us of course i do um i don't know if i could write only about that Mm -hmm. I really like writing characters too much so while the majority of my stuff is autobiographical uh, my most recent thing which I believe is the gay cowboy one uh, I definitely did like a way too long gay cowboy thing recently which is definitely characters I'm not a gay cowboy yet (laughs) I could never just strictly do autobiographical I'm I'm looking you up right now so I can double check your most recent are you one of those that pins your most recent no, uh, my pins are okay. all things that I... I think they're, like, my top ones here. Yep, yep. The last one you posted is is the gay cowboy. The gay cowboy. The four yeah. pages of gay cowboy blank verse. Yep. <laughs> so do you set up, like... I know you say you kind of right off the cuff, but mm-hmm. are you? do you ever set yourself, like, a particular style to write in? Like, um, free verses, well, you know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, uh, do you ever play with any other styles? Uh, so it's mostly like aesthetic style more than anything. Uh, so generally I'm writing in just like the regular free verse, like it's stanza, 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 whatever. But I've been experimenting with the like the gay cowboy one. I'm just plugging right. this one because it kind of flopped. Um, but it's like it's kind of everybody go read the gay go, cowboy, go read the gay cowboy one. It was posted on yeah. the second, which is my last post, and that was 16 days ago. Oh no! Oh shit! I need to post again. See, now you're worried about it. 
but like the way I'm writing, there's a couple other ones further down in where the vibe I'm trying to get across is kind of like an anxiety. Like it's very run on sentence and like right. heart, like the slashes are representing like harsh breaths. So like if it's red, it's like set the scene, media rest in a little town they call ruin, the gunslinger, that whole spiel, it's meant to be sort of like staccato. Whereas everything else is meant to be a little bit more like flowy and like lyrical almost. Yeah. As someone who doesn't you. perform poetry, I definitely think about a performance way too much. Hey. So speaking of performance and rhythm, there I followed this new page and it's like um, um, called Wise Wise Musician, I think. I am searching them up now. They're on it's Instagram. Because I like um, guitar and classic rock, there they go. There's all the fucking, you know, music I could ever want to know about, not know what about. But there's this one it, wise musician and they and they had shown this incredible uh, video of these um, South Asian drummers speaking in a drumming language that oh, was interesting. It was I was like, this is fucking fascinating and so it's like the short it's almost like a shorthand style and it, but it, it, it's it's the rhythm that i'm i'm trying to convey because they're they're going back and forth and they're speaking like drums and it's a whole language where this sound on the drum means this certain thing and so they're literally having a conversation in rhythm that's it's that's super cool like that's, it really fucking is. Uh, I wish I was smart enough to get into linguistics because, like, genuinely, the way languages are constructed is the coolest thing to me. Oh, dude, you follow them? Oh, wait, did you just follow? I literally them? just followed them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm quick on the draw, like a like a game. <laughs> For those who are per, like who th- those poets who get up and perform, whether you're a beat poet or or what, it's one of those things that I think we should be interacting with more. Mm-hmm. Like the the idea of rhythm, in yeah, hundred percent intentional rhythm. I think mm-hmm. is what I'm going for here. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've gotten a lot better as a poet since I've started thinking about how things actually would sound if you were to read it together. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever do you ever read it out loud? I like to yourself, I'm, like to I'm, hear the rhythm. Yeah, if I'm really stuck on something, I tend to have to like sound it out a little bit. Like I feel very preschooler about it, but I definitely say things out loud to to to, to like the the one um one of the supernatural poems I wrote, uh that came about with just the beat of the first line. Mm-hmm. And once I got the beat of the first line, the rest of the poem was like pouring out water. Like no, it exactly. just exactly as soon as and, you know what the flow is like, you can manipulate it a little bit better. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, yes. Exactly. And I think I've learned a lot more. I think since I first came back to poetry, my early ones aren't bad, mm-hmm. but they're not really good. No, I, I feel that so much. Like they're better than the average person's, but at the same time, they're not what I know I can do, and that's what really bothers me the most. Yeah. Some of uh, them I've hidden. Some of them I'm like, well, yeah. you know. I am very ashamed, but yet you can still scroll all the way back and get, no, no, my first poem's actually kind of all right. But everything else is just like, wow, that's pretentious as shit. Why are <laughs> keeping time under the blood moon? Like, okay, wow, there. Grow up. <laughs> like, you are 21 years old. You need to chill out. <laughs> but also, that is very much, you know, a 20-year-old writing a poem. 
yeah 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 my the po- my poems uh from when i was 20-ish years old and going through like and it's always like this is what a poem should be and then you read it back and you're like this is the most pretentious yeah yeah, yeah. oh man i wrote one that like uh, it was i still cringe and i'm gonna admit it anyway that that his oh my god all right I'm just <laughs> that um that like his name or the thing that he'd taught me would be like written in music on my bones or something like that. <laughs> I dig it. I'd snap for that at a at a, <laughs> at a slam or whatever. You uh, I was so I was so fucked. <laughs> but it's the intimacy. Yeah. I mean, 20-year-old poetry, man. 20-year-old poetry. Yeah. I love to be in that era. I'm 100% glad I'm not in that era <laughs> anymore. I never, ever, ever. I mean, <laughs> I was pretty, but that's maybe the only thing I would take back from that time frame. I don't want to be the same human. I don't want to be the same human or, I mean, you know, bring me back the skin that, you know, bounces and shines you know let me have that back but everything else can stay yeah um, <laughs> well you can't look too much at the past or else you're just gonna not see your future like, yeah back that I even considered having a future that's new um, <laughs> for the first time maybe I might actually enjoy being alive I could never picture a future when I was a kid right like I was always very off the cuff but I was always scared of what it yes yeah now that i'm you know i know who i am and i know the people that are in my corner i'm a lot more like hey maybe i have things to look forward to maybe this one or two like maybe going out to a party and seeing people that actually care about me isn't a fluke right yeah like i have a friend coming into town next month from oklahoma and i'm like fuck she wants to come see me yeah. She's traveling. She is traveling to see. She's traveling to see me. Yeah. Fuck. Exactly. And it 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 blows my mind a little bit. Not that my local friends don't also mm-hmm. blow my mind, but but there's that that one there's that part in your brain that just it makes it different because there's like the there's these there. clear lines of delineation, yeah. right? You, your, your, your brain can argue away. Well, they like me because, mm-hmm. you know, they put you. It puts these people in these little boxes, mm-hmm. you know. And your, your, your trauma says, yeah, these people have me yeah. around because they're nearby and we are pseudo alike. Whereas these people yep. like me when I'm there, but I'm not there, so they don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For the first time in my life, I'm starting to realize people actually want me around, and it's genuinely like the most like spirit lifting situation. Yes. So you know what, Nicole? Thank you. And um, I know by the time this episode comes out, uh, we will have already gone and done and the thing. And I hope we had a lot of fun. Mm. But uh, thank you. It's it's harder for for the brain to negate. Mm-hmm that yeah like it's almost like out of sight out of mind in a way like yes but, yes but it's yes. also like you think about them but you're also convinced because trauma brain because mental illness that they aren't thinking about you yes 100 100 yeah. and i don't and 
there was this one thing going around. I think it was it probably started on Tumblr. Everything starts on Tumblr, then hits Twitter, then gets disseminated to the rest. And then TikTok but, gets um, it, and then it goes back on Tumblr. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the memes come full circle. That someone's friend uh, had reacted like, you know, why would you think that of me? And you know that I wouldn't like. Oh shit, that's just that's just mean. Like, and it just struck me as kind of like, don't don't guilt somebody for feeling like they're a piece of shit to begin with. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be as little a piece of shit as possible to keep people around that understand when you are a piece of shit. The radical acceptance of the <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm just masking too much. <laughs> we should choose spite, actually. Yes, choose spite. You know, after so many years, what what have you got to lose? So, you were going to read before uh, you masterfully deflected, and so uh, we went on a tangent. So Your anagram poem. Do I still have it pulled up? Oh, I don't think I still have it pulled Oh, fuck. You thought you were going to get away from it, and I remembered. I almost even steered us back onto this track, and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should let Michael just tangent a little bit more. And that worked <laughs> for a good, what, 30 minutes? Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. This is from November 25th, 2021. This oh, is all right, all right, very all right. early in my figuring myself out career. I, didn't, I don't even fucking put titles on my shit most of the time, but this one I'm like, I need it to be well aware this is a Hannibal thing. Oh, wait, no, Defenestry's not in this one. Okay, anyway. So this is uh, Mizumono by Press Facsimile, Eva Dot. It's finally come to this. A vision of your design for me. Something shiny and sharp ran across my abdomen, silver and moonlight and rain. Tell me, am I pretty yet with my entrails exposed? With your hands on my face as I gasp for air and my blood on your conscience? You take me to purgatory where I would have taken you as you are. You're holding me under the water to kill the pain, but is it yours or mine you regret most? Am I pretty yet? Is this beautiful? And scene. We got there. We figured Ooh. It out. So, whose voice was that? Because it sounds kind of like Will. No, it's absolutely Will. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Because yeah, it's, right. It, it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about your poem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mansplaining, really? <laughs> Just another one of those toxic men. <laughs> Welcome to the Toxic Men Podcast, where we... <laughs> I don't know what a joke here is, but... I can't even do it. I can't make a joke, because that's just... um, there's too, It's too ridiculous. We love trucks. <laughs> but no, it's like, it's Will as he's getting stabbed, and like... I'm going to yeah. get into a Hannibal tangent here. Spoilers for Hannibal Yes, dude. Uh, it's so still... Come on. If anyone hasn't Spoilers. watched it, watch it right now. Watch it. Watch this podcast right now. Uh, Don't know. Do it after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell them to change the channel. I'm bad at this, okay? I'm, I'm getting a bad grade in poems and whiskey. Uh, so basically, I'm knocking it down. So Hannibal is a cannibal, and he's a bad dude, and he's also a therapist, and he's gay, and it's great. Um, and basically, he got caught by being a gay cannibal. And his yeah. gay boyfriend, who is not a cannibal yet, question mark, <laughs> he's like slutty now. Um, his autism was cured because he went to prison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not autistic anymore. He's just a slut. 
uh, and then basically, I'm gonna be alive, man. I'm gonna be plugging this to all my friends. My buddy Stuart, shout out Stuart, is gonna love this. Um, so basically, <laughs> hi Stuart. Hi Stuart. So basically, Will is gay, and Hannibal's gay, and they've got like a daughter, basically. And yeah, yeah. So basically, their their daughter in murder. Will is trying to get Hannibal to run away and would have run away with him, but Hannibal yeah. doesn't want to be caught. So Hannibal right. tenderly brushes his cheek and like caresses him and then stabs him in the gut and disembowels him. Yes. And leaves him bleeding on the kitchen floor after killing their surrogate daughter. Yep. And it's like the most homoerotic, beautiful thing I've seen in my life. I challenge, I mean, yes, that scene, <laughs> but the whole bird eating. Oh my god, they're fucking, yeah. The Ortolan, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't spoil too much, we already spoiled the big plot. I mean, with the hyper close-ups of their fuck, And it's a- It's graphic, y'all, you can hear- God, <laughs> like, it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's a metaphor yes. for being gay. The showrunner is a gay man who's kind of problematic, but we're not talking about that, we're talking about how it's great. <laughs> Watch this show, the cinematography is fucking phenomenal. There's a weird yeah. kaleidoscope lesbian sex scene. Man, okay. So, I am going to get into it. So, it bugs me. <laughs> I love... Okay, I love the gay. Yes. All... Fuck, it should all be gay. All That's the time. That's not question. Yes, we got there. Yeah, thank you. I... But I worry that we lost... Uh, what we did of Clarice. Mm -hmm. Like... Now, I don't actually like... Have you read the books? I haven't read the books. I haven't okay, okay. watched Silence of the Lambs. Ah! Oh, okay. Fuck, I, I don't want to spoil the books. Spoil away. It doesn't ruin my enjoyment. Okay, awesome. I'm the same. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I Unless I say, don't spoil me, I don't give a shit. All right, so, Clarice, from the movies that we've seen, like, we we like her. She's, you know, small. She's Jodie she's, Foster. She's pretty... She, who doesn't love Jodie Foster if we're going to keep going on with the gay thing? Lesbians love Jodie Foster. For a reason. I'm giving a thumbs up for those yeah. feeling at home. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're both like, <laughs> we both gesture to the sky with that one. <laughs> um, so, and then, of course, then we had Jillian Anderson, which, <laughs> oh my again. God. Oh, my God. Anyway. <sighs> if I need. <laughs> There's a lot of hot. I, Jillian Anderson could be my beard anytime she wanted. I'm just saying. <laughs> um. <laughs> she could fix me and I could make her worse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so in the books, um, like she is so much smarter and so much tougher than we actually got to see, um, and the relationship that she has with Hannibal is even stranger than <laughs> like it's so much more. It, like, of course, it's a book and it's more in depth. Mm -hmm. But by the last one, oh yes, I'm aware of the. Spoilers for uh, spoilers for the Hannibal. Right, Spo spoilers for spoiler warning. For, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't pause this. Read the book really quick before I say what I'm gonna say. That's when they yeah. turn Clarice basically into his daughter, right? Or his sister. Uh, like, it's, like yes. Okay, so yeah, they went. They went with the sister. If you've seen the series, all you remember that they go. <laughs> this is also turned into the Hannah Graham podcast. I love it. So like, they <laughs> so. They brought the sister storyline in that he he saw her get murdered and ha had had to eat her and that's all still there, it's right? The trauma. He's just bad yes. because of the trauma. 
And but they made I just don't see Clarice actually having a sexual relationship with Hannibal. Maybe that's oh, just, you know, close. it just it didn't feel that way at all. Like was there a connection? Did he really play hard into that like dead daddy trauma for Clarice <laughs> fuck yes fuck yes he pushed it and he should have because that's exactly what his character what would Hannibal do does. he's a monster but a really hot one continue <laughs> exactly and so <laughs> but in in the I just can't see her ending up in a sexual relationship with him like a torturous one mm-hmm. yes uh uh, one where they they're basically you know like you know fully a deux. fuck yes yes that would happen 100 percent. but, but i fuck. don't th- i i don't think they would fuck Mm-mm. i Especially. think it would be subtextual but again more of a weird bordering sort of incestual type thing but they would never exactly. actually fuck because the way he's grooming her to be his sister who he had to cannibalize because trauma reasons Yes. He's yes. Not into incest. He's into having his sister back. Yep. And it just it just threw me that the the whole series loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so impressed. So because go having seen the movies and having seen the series before I actually picked up the first book, I had very low expectations of like the actual characterizations of Clarice. Mm-hmm. But she's not some simpering little girl. She's just as much as the team. And he even makes a point to show that, like that she does get pushed back mm-hmm. for being a girl and how she, you know, navigates that. And it, but it's not in a, in a, the theme of the story sort of way. This is just something that she lives with. Mm-hmm. We address it. We talk about it. We keep going. It's, surprisingly even toned like (laughs) it's not the point of the story so we don't stay there uh but it does actually it factors into things for the story so yeah it it actually made it feel very approachable and and real in that aspect um in the book though he's really not as attractive (laughs) as mads mickelson that's not mr mods mickelson that dude i don't know what he's drinking like what's in the water but he wins he wins everything he clears he's bizarre i mean i love him but he is a bizarre person i would love to um not have dinner at his house somewhere public (laughs) with clear exit signs i'd love to hang out with him norman reedus and hideo kojima because they're like besties hideo kojima really yes like no like genuinely there's a billion pictures of them online together because they were all oh wow kojima's death stranding game he basically meets someone puts them in his guy scanning machine and puts them in his video games now and it's the funniest thing so there's a picture that i really love living his best life yes living his best life just putting all of his friends in his video games i love it all hot scruffy men so like there's this picture out there he has the type Norman Reedus, Mods Mickelson, and Hideo Kojima, and they're all sitting on a porch smoking, but Hideo Kojima doesn't smoke, so he's pretending to smoke. And he's smirking about it the whole time. 
and it's the funniest fucking thing. And I'm like, I need to that is adorable. You need to look that up and send it to me. <laughs> it's so good. Have you had any other influences like that for your writing? You're still supposed to be looking that up. You can answer. You can answer <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> you, can, you can do that. I'm working, um, I'm working on it. Is there anything um, that you have seen like comes up in your work intentionally or not? There's a lot of like, I don't know. There's something about collectibles and like antiques in an attic, but stuff that has form and function. So we're coming back to the records and like the VHS tapes right. cassettes and all that. Uh, like, I think about it a lot. Like, these are things that have history and like it's media people are attached to. I've been writing a lot of small things about that. Uh, as well, there's also a bunch of shit about like living in small towns. I've never, I used to live in like a relatively big population center, but everything else has been like under 50,000. Oh. So it's, and everything around that area is always going to be like, oh, here's the f- like population 1200 community that's right there. But they're wow. always, they're like kind of oppressive spaces in a certain sense. Like there's definitely people who fit in there, but I am not one of those people. <laughs> I wonder if there's a connection for you there from the small spaces for the small towns to these small pieces of history in your music. Oh, almost guaranteed. Uh, Like, there's... Okay, so this is going to be kind of embarrassing, but not really. I actually kind of love talking about this. That's the theme. I picked up a VHS, like a VCR and a cassette deck from a random old dude off like Facebook Marketplace. And it came with a whole ton of like his old uh, cassette collection and it was all mixtapes so it's this dude's life through the music he was listening to in like the 70s and 80s so it's like his heartbreaks and like him courting his wife and it's just it was such a beautiful thing to go through but like it also feels wrong to like actually listen to any of it uh one of the vhs tapes i got well, well actually two of them it was literally like hastily scratched on in pen and it was like his wife's name's copy of Phantom of the Opera and it was like uh, her tape do not overwrite and something about that just really got to me like this is some dude's life and his family life and everything he's gone through through the music and the media he loved and his wife loved and like you can tell there was an argument there about like uh, you overwrote my tape again you asshole don't do it again (laughs) And like, oh, that's beautiful. fucking stunning! It's, it's this snapshot of two people and the people that were around them. And I'm—I don't know these people, right? This isn't like family members. This is just random people from my town. But it feels too sacred to touch. Have you listened to a good portion of it? Like, uh, my cassette deck actually doesn't work right now. I need to get new belts for it. But like, no. I've gone through some of the tapes and like. Like, they're very obviously, this is a hastily recorded, like, there's commercials and shit, and it's such a beautiful thing. I need belts now. Yeah, yeah, and get something you can transfer it oh, digitally. Absolutely. Yeah. That's too fucking cool. I, I love archival stuff like that. Like, it's happening. That's amazing. That's so cool. That's so fucking cool. Every once in a while, I'll go to, um, well, this is in the before four times, you know, <laughs> before COVID and before before egg cracking and before everything else but go to like estate sales and shit oh yeah always there would be like somebody's photo negatives Mm, of rarely rarely like a bunch of pictures but mostly mostly photo negatives Mm. um i'd find and i'd also find um like uh the projector yep like the what are they got slides slides thank you 
my first thought is like find next of kin like mm-hmm. if there were next of kin they there certainly wouldn't be here at the fucking estate sale and garage sale like mm-hmm. or they're there selling the shit like right right yeah. they've decided and they I don't care about it mm. it's just there's something so fucking sad about mm-hmm. that to me i mean beautiful 100%. beautiful but sad there's a beauty you could in- do you could practically do a documentary about that oh 100 i up next in the uh, press facsimile uh hierarchy yep. of needs uh it's youtube <laughs> it's video essays it's fucking like i'd love to do something with longer form creative writing or just getting into music actually but so, well, so why not uh just time commitments poetry is a lot easier because i can just sit there and be like okay uh done and i also yeah. don't need to use my <laughs> voice i've got uh, uh, uh dysphoria is a fun time uh isn't it just yeah yeah like it's one of those things where most of the time i'm like it's actually uh cool as fuck that i've got this voice because like it's not exactly like a super dude voice but it's also not like yeah so like i'm usually okay with it but every once in a while it's just like hmm maybe you should stop talking yeah uh yeah that that i'm not like it's so funny since i have like essentially a radio show but like (laughs) i i'm not 100 percent like out in my daily life Mm. um those who know know those who don't can twist i don't care yeah um yeah but uh i will catch myself auto adjusting and like pitching up and other little things like mannerisms that will thin me in that learned mannerisms from my former masks that will send me into a spiral as soon as i've done them i'm like Mm -hmm. why did that happen oh and then suddenly like you're completely disjointed and <laughs> no, I get yeah. You. yeah yeah just like and you're like nobody kill bill sirens going off like you're <laughs> no you're you're genuine that's the best way to describe it and i'm kind of mad yeah. i didn't think of it first <laughs> i've been doing a lot of little poetry lately yeah. little itty bit something to do with the spiral that i've been stuck in for the past like week and a half yeah <laughs> these tiny little things um i've been focusing on clarity like i've gotten concerned with unless i'm writing something long that has you know, some sort of message or point to make that the smaller ones i've i'm i struggle with them they are difficult and so i'm doing them they're so much harder i agonize over the shorter ones mm-hmm. more than i ever do for the ones that are like a speech i feel that so much because like it's i guess at least the way i see it right it's like if there's one clunky line that you can't really fix in a longer poem it's one clunky line in like a sea of them that are yeah. either okay or good whereas if you're doing like micro prose or whatever you're literally you have four lines and if one sucks you've kind of scrapped the whole thing yes like, oh my god yeah. i got into a fight with a haiku. Oh, and fuck. By the time I was done, it wasn't even the same fucking <laughs> poems anymore. I liked it better. I think I got what I was actually trying to say, mm-hmm. but it it was nowhere close to, to where I started. What? Yeah. God. I should probably put myself in that corner and actually try to write haiku again, but it's always so frustrating. It is, it is. And I haven't, I hadn't really touched really short form poetry like that 
since you know we were forced to do it mm-hmm. you know like i started with like quintessential see the air quotes folks mm-hmm. uh like uh of american like beat poets mm-hmm. and just sort of like trying to unravel what i thought i knew about poetry and this has been this is a year plus long you know journey that mm-hmm. this has taken so well, i really need to pick up more actual fucking haiku it's on the list mm-hmm. my list it's is so goddamn sequence. long <laughs> i feel yeah it's yeah such i love when people are like the list in big bunny ears there and it's just the most like fucking if you looked at it in reality, it's the most unwieldy, like, it's just every piece of media on the planet. Good luck. It is, you know, okay, so, <laughs> I mean, you see the the mess. Uh, this is what's been read, and this, this, this mm-hmm. is a stack to be read. This Surface Pro that I'm on, underneath is a stack of books to be read. It's what's actually holding up my surface pro poetry is literally supporting this podcast it's a wonderful metaphor and i don't want to change it uh there is yeah you can't <laughs> read that under here mm-hmm. you can't read these books anymore they're literally holding everything up oh i'll just i'll 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 switch them out like with I, tr- oh, trust me i have enough books i have I've enough seen it's... poetry hall pictures yeah. like you keep buying a lot more and it's i'm just like how does he do it it's good to know that you don't <laughs> Uh, I have a problem. <laughs> and the solution is more poetry books. <laughs> yes. This is, but always and forever. Uh, I just, I've been, I've fallen off my, my today's mail fucking posts. Because I was getting into a fight with myself about being online a lot. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, I got a few in that I actually didn't post. I've got this new Ann Carson. Base. Well, I say new. It's new to me. Yeah. New to me. Uh, decreation. Um, I just got in this chat book. I'll buy you a bird instead by Natalie Easton. Okay. Loving it so far. Uh, she is. Um, she's in my followers. If you, oh, I don't right. remember to send it to you or link it. She's really, I'm really fucking enjoying it. Um, let's see. And I just also got Fugue for Other Hands, Joseph Fasano. This book, my dumbass bought twice. <laughs> I, so I have, Joseph's got to be on the show in like a month, two ish, something like that. And uh, I wanted to read his novel, Swallows of Lunetto. Mm-hmm. And at least one of his poetry collections, um, because when I, I say I don't prep, but I just don't like really prep for the questions and shit. Mm-hmm. I try to at least know what my people that I have on have written, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if they put stuff out, I've at least attempted to to read through a good yeah. portion of it. Uh, I can't promise my memory's the best, <laughs> but um, I attempt. <laughs> and uh I, I I think I got stressed and I bought it on I fucking bought it on Kindle and I and and I bought it used I I'm doing good. Well, you need the copy for like the bus and you need the copy for in the house and 
I've been there. I get you. I there. I've bought one poetry book. Uh, I have it digitally. I have a hard copy with all of its nice notes and underlines and mm-hmm. and all of that and the author's signature. And uh, the audiobook that was read by the author. Oh, right on. Yeah. I make really good choices. <laughs> or I think it would be really funny if you just found it like kind of mid. You just like, I'm going to try it again. <laughs> like, it'd be really funny if it's just one you did not actually really care for. You're just like, but I got I to gotta buy it three times, though. It, yeah. I no, I actually, um, I've decided to subscribe to the, if, if I don't like it, I've, I'm not going to bother finishing it. There was uh, there was one guy that I suffered through, and I'm not going to mention who it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he's dead and gone by now, but I'm. it would okay. be bashing somebody's like favorite or other. Oh, exactly. But I had, oh man, I had such a hard time connecting with this author. The way he talked about his wife and his travels. Like, were you missing sexism in your poetry? Here you go. <laughs> oh, wait, doing subtle racism? Here you go. And I'm like, no, um, this has not survived outside of its era and author. Uh, I'm not. But whatever. I, I can't remember what I moved on to. I think maybe, I think maybe I'd picked up Ocean Vong's book after oh, yeah. that. But like, but no. when we do, when we do the man's podcast, we're talking about that guy and he's going to be like our favorite yes. guy. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He would be, he would be our favorite guy. Yeah. <laughs> Has there you don't have to name name names, but has there been a poet or or a collection? Not necessarily just a poet, but like you, you get to the collection and you're like, why? I I recently had that happen, and I and I I actually really like the poet. I like them as a human being. Um, I've liked previous collections, but this collection just I'm. I'm a little lost. <laughs> and I, I mean, that it's personal preference is what it comes down to. Yeah. But yeah. So is there any that you've picked up and been like, wow, this is not for me. <laughs> uh, honestly, nothing like super specific. I, I'm again, the world's worst poet and I don't read a lot of poetry and I don't know. It's just, if there's a type of no, no, there's no, there's no, no, there's no like actual self bashing. Only ironic, yeah. only ironic, self aware. Yes, no, it's it's a bit. I promise. Okay, only yeah. only yeah, good, good, good. All right, good. Yeah, but it's because I'll come up there. <laughs> uh, good luck getting through the snow. I shovel, but it's, it's we can't tell. Uh, I'll just I'll hop in the tauntaun. We're good. <laughs> I can't find them. <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where like if there's this piece of media that's not for me, I don't really think about it after a point. Like, if it's, unless it's, like, horrendously offensively bad and I want to bash on it later in life, I kind of just out of sight, out of mind it if I don't enjoy it myself. I think that's a great policy. Especially I think that's great. Well, like you said, too, like, everyone, like, it's going to be someone's favorite, whatever. So, like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to sit there and be like, uh, actually, you have shit taste. <laughs> You're bad at this. You're bad at enjoying things. Cringe culture is dead, but you are the cringe, actually. Right? How dare you have fun? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you actually tell the difference between inspiration and motivation? I don't think I was asked that. Uh, motivation. Well, okay, fine. I'm officially asking you. 
<laughs> What's the difference between... I don't need to think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, you're going to think about it, friend. Yeah, because you asked me where inspiration comes from. So yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Inspiration is the subject. Motivation is the thing that makes me do it. Which mm. they're usually intertwined, right? Because mm. like, if something is like, if I want to write about something, I'm not going to be like, eh, I'll get to it and just forget about it. There's right. usually some sort of kick in the ass there that's like, if I'm thinking about it, it's because I want to write about it. So the motivation is the half of it that is I'm doing it, but the inspiration is the subject matter. That's interesting. A lot of people, I say a lot, there's, I, I've talked to so many, um, the inspiration is mentioned as something more or less concrete. Like it, it's that it's uh, the subject, basically. Yeah. Um, that, and that's interesting. That's interesting. Like it, it, it's that inspiration is an object. Mm-hmm. And some are, it seems to be more related with the movement of a thing, the thing that makes you move. And it's, okay. it's just, it's interesting. Like, I, uh, I don't know how much of a difference is it, you know, motivation and, and, and inspiration. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it's changes sometimes. Oh, hundred percent. Have you ever had, um, a poem just kind of <laughs> taking a hold of you and, and not let go until you wrote it down? So this one was also one of my flops. Uh, apparently, just every single one of my flop poems is the one that I'm like, this is great. Okay, so don't put too... Okay, come on. I don't put too it's much Instagram. In it. It's just like... It's oh, Instagram. Oh, God. No, Instagram was a nightmare for actually, like, getting engagement. Especially because, again, I'm doing, like, the faceless thing, right? And right. so much of Instagram is the AI algorithm recognizes a face and is like, well, let's push this. See, I like Instagram as a place to exist and find things but i don't know if it's mm-hmm. actually good for building a community oh not even close uh i seem to recall all of the like advice that i had was like get a community on uh tumblr or twitter and then bring it over to your instagram mm-hmm. because instagram is mm-hmm. better for like monetization but the other two are good for building an actual like audience uh, i have chosen choose, ugh, chosen to ignore that because i uh Same. I'm just, I'm going to fail upwards and hope for the best. But yeah, uh, there was this one poem I had written November 2nd, 2022, and it was very Halloween themed and it got like 13 likes total. And it was a love story about two fucking Halloween decoration ghosts. Read it. And it was like the goat. It's way too long. I'm not getting. No, it is not way too. It's not. (sighs) You can read it. It's not way too long. It's not way too long. It's my show. We have time. <laughs> I, I make yeah. the rules. I make the rules. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so this one actually also has a title. Why am I reading only ones with titles? This is such a weird thing for me. <laughs> is Lovers Only Good to Be Forgot by Eva Dot Press Facsimile. The way frost settles on cloth ghosts, left rigid in their hauntings, left liable to snap. We too are these fragile little things. We too are put away on November's first dawn. The attic can home nothing but the winter's chill. It can't give rest to these warm-blooded creatures. You can feel it in your joints, your extremities, your breath. You can feel everything but your heat signature. With the cobwebs, dust bunnies, other signs of false life, I am here with you sharing nothing but a breath. Until I choose to share my chalk-lined body scars. Till I choose to share the little warmth I smuggle along. They used you as a tablecloth and me as a rag. And we can only define ourselves through the stains of others. What can love be if we don't spill on one another? What can love be if we choose to make it a home? And then this is in brackets. 
It's an old house we haunt with even older plumbing. We've known this was coming for weeks. We didn't say a word. We couldn't. When the sink overflows, when the pipes decide to burst, I will withstand this freshwater flood alongside you. As our blanket bodies freeze solid together, as our memories become one, then nothing. Did we choose this? Did you and I want this? And scene. Oh, that was so fucking good. Thank you. It actually reminds me of the one I did for the winter solstice. You think my stuff would be easier to find with all the fucking colors, but it's not. <laughs> You see, that's what I love about just putting in no effort and just, like, taking a picture. <laughs> well, Everything see, is the same white background. I enjoy I enjoy making the collages. Um, 100%. I really like the collages. Like, it feels like they really add a lot to the piece. And, like, not to, like, go into, like, the algorithm shit, but, like, it probably definitely helps a little bit with the Instagram. Cause it's oh, I don't know. More, like... <laughs> I, I don't pay... I look at the stats, but... They are still they mean anything. a curiosity to me. Like, yeah, I I had for a little while uh, a person favoriting my poems, and I know it only had to be like one person, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe two at max, maybe. But I'm like, and th- I don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm not very popular. I get like fifteen view like likes, and mm-hmm. views are kind of wonky for whatever, like. Who are you, sweet person? You come say hi. Come s- <laughs> if if you liked it enough to, to save it, come say hello to me. Uh, <laughs> tell me you love me. Um, <laughs> I need social interaction. <laughs> right. I'm desperate for approval and love. Um, <laughs> I came. I became a poet to be liked, y'all. It's not working out very well. Welcome to the COVID and Depression Podcast. I'm your co-host, Eva Dog. <laughs> oh, all right. So uh, this one I wrote uh, for Solstice 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so bad at reading out loud. Can I actually do it this time? I believe it. Without fucking it up. <clears throat> you would... Hey, prayer. All right. We are all ghost stories this time of year. So let us gather round the fire, the cold snapping at our backs, sneaking up the shrouds of our daily dead, our daily deaths, kissing like needles. Let's pull them round and call out the bald empty ends in moans and song and rapturous elegy. We spheres forever orbiting, tilting away and back from the light. We liminal creatures playing at permanence, seeing only the backs of our own heads in the glass. Bless our dying year. Bless our unheavy dead. Bless our graveyard hearts. Bless the stretching dark and bless the candle that burns on and on and on so that we dance understandings in its breadth and swallowing depth. Hallelujah to the dark midwinter. Hallelujah to my unquiet dead loves. In this time more than most, we are the same. I give you my heart. I give you my heart, sweet resin smoked and salted buttered bread dipped in winter dark wine from my lips. Thank you. Woo. Yay. I think I remember this one, actually. I think yeah. I really remember. I loved the uh, the unheavy dead imagery. Thank you. And that, like that. Uh, there's a lot of really nice. You've got a really nice. I don't know how to say words here. You know what? Thank you. You've got a really nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank we you. Got, we got there. Thank you. I, 
I love that reaction. The speechless. I am frequently speechless, and the best I can come out with is, I really liked it. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Please be my friend. Um... <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> I consider speechlessness quite the compliment. <laughs> have Have you submitted anything anywhere? Like, have you tried? Um, I mean, that sounds so rude. Like, have you even tried? Are you Eva? Are you Eva? Oh. You fucking bastard! <laughs> are you, I'm working up. Do you ever want to be a real poet? <laughs> no. <laughs> professional <laughs> this is a great podcast i'm having fun that's the point that's the point but yeah i am i'm building up to trying to submit some stuff uh the thing about good you should that, thank you uh the thing about poetry is that uh unless you uh, were into it growing up you don't really know a ton about the actual community or anything like this is my first time actually interacting as a poet in like big bunny ears here. I'm actually interacting as a mess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> this is just a, a hot garbage juice like situation. I love hot garbage juice, so like we're set. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things, I'm definitely trying to build up to it, and it takes a lot of like, confidence building and everything, but it's also figuring out like which journals are actually good ones okay and, like because i'm now a professional published writer um <laughs> I'm, on my I'm gonna say like um actually uh, check out twitter yeah yeah check out twitter um i've that's how i found the the ones that i've submitted to is tw they'll actually put their you know hey we're accepting submissions here's our theme or here's our guidelines boom 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 and it's up they they i've seen every once in a while something go up on instagram for what places are taking submissions but mm -hmm. for the most part i mean it's not it, it, it's it's not the poetry prompt pages it's not um it's no. not on instagram it's they, they advertise elsewhere and a big chunk of that looks like it's twitter so check it out Look, uh, there are a bunch of, I don't want to say just look at mine and copy, but, um, well, but there are a lot of, uh, check out the, the magazines that are on there. Yeah. Like, um, and look up poets that you may like, uh, mm -hmm. that you may have heard of. Like, um, if you like John stuff, uh, like John Compton, mm -hmm. um, he's on Twitter. And he's uh, one of the editors with Ghost City Press, so oh. you could follow, like, go go to Ghost City Press and you know look at their shit and follow because it's it's everybody's connected to fucking everybody and the rest of the poetry journals that are there. Mm -hmm. I hate to that the advice is be more active on Twitter, but um, yeah. other than like Substack, maybe, but I'm not yeah. paying for Substack shit right now. Uh, I refuse. <laughs> I just have. Twitter nowadays reminds me of Tumblr back in the old West days, and it just makes me really happy because people have the worst fucking takes of all time. They really do. They really do. It's it it is very much uh just the most disingenuous 
bad faith takes one hundred percent, and you just like what? Go touch grass, please, please, please open your Pick a football. <laughs> like, open, open your window. Take in some outside air, just just a little bit. Put your fan on, S- something, something, Listen please. To the birds, wake up early enough to see a sunrise, and you'll be cured. <laughs> like, and then write a poem about it. You know, we we came back full circle. Yeah, we, we know did exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, oh hell yeah, we do. We are <laughs> professional. We're gamers here, and this is just a game. That wasn't even a good joke. I'm just, I'm real sleepy. <laughs> All right. So you've read your anagram. You yes. read your Halloween. My, my Halloween ghosts. Halloween yes. ghosts. Ghost decorations, even. It's not even real ghosts. It's fucking cloth. I love it, though. I love it. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to read? Let me check. Do you have anything that you maybe haven't put out yet? That is that is what I'm looking for. <laughs> but unfortunately, a lot of it is very pretentious. Which is entirely what I'm here for, actually. So this one is untitled. So this is actually a shock for uh, for today's. For we have three. deviated. Awesome. We've I've broken the law today. This is called Untitled Poem About Home and Communities, All right. I guess. Telephone poles as crucifixes along the back road, to streets burned into the back of my eyelids, leading me home. Memorizes if wandered just yesterday. I've crawled into a space where my body isn't seen as a gaping wound, and I would burrow in deeper if not for the distance. Yet to be lost. Yet to fill the gaps of cavities in the porcelain rows. It's killing me to go home when I know I was just there. When the credits roll and the curtain comes down, I'm still here, and I need to work on how to live with that. And scene. I need to stop saying and scene every single time. No, okay, so I was actually... That's funny, because I was going to ask. That is incredibly awkward. How do we, as poets, say we're done with... Yeah. Like, when we're doing a reading, like, I've... Curtain falls, and... John would go, and that's that poem. And, um, which was... Which is... I love John. (laughs) I love John. And, um... I, I tend to go with silence unless it goes on too long and it seems like I've I've become okay, very o- awkward and I'm like mm, okay I'm done um <laughs> I don't know I uh I <laughs> I feel like slam poets have it good in the sense they know exactly to be like thank you and then wait for the like the well they have but- they have such a clear ending like exactly. usually usually like slam poets they end on like this big it's like the high note basically yeah like yeah this brutal raw like i've I don't do a lot of slam but i've uh, watched a lot of uh, kate rakowski stuff yeah, yeah yeah and she absolutely like hammers it in right at the end of them like oh so that's what you're supposed to do okay gotcha and so that's the end of the poem yeah like i i uh i don't i don't know how to end anything gracefully <laughs> as as the longtime listeners <laughs> of this show can testify i don't know how to begin things gracefully or end things gracefully um i think it's part of my charm yeah um. <laughs> the awkward like i'm done silence yeah. thank you thanks bestie i'm good <laughs> right on. i need to actually like get digging into this community because like it's just it just seems so nice 
I'd love to just chat with more people who just are nerds. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. Because um, I needed to talk to people who like get were it. my flavor of crazy. You know, like <laughs> my like the old like poet salons, like where people used to get together and uh, drink too much. Yep. And um, call each other's poetry shit. Or great. Or just argue. All night long. Poets love to fight. So yes, yes, they do. They do. They love to uh, call out other poets. <laughs> we haven't had a screaming match yet. We got to get into that. Mm, give us time. <laughs> Based on your Halloween poem, I'm going to recommend two poets. Oh, this is going to catch. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Anna Akhmatova. Can you see it? Is it backwards for you or is it frontwards? It's frontwards. You're good. Okay. Akmatova. Yeah, and uh, specifically with this tra- these translators. Cool. Okay. It's a good place to start for Anna. And, 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 and I have... You. Come here. No, don't fall. Nope. Shit. All right. Uh, there's still the sticker on it, but can you read that? What the living do. Mm-hmm. By... Marie Howe. Marie Howe. Cool. Yes. Yes, these are now in my Google Chrome, so I can look at them tomorrow morning and be like, why did I save these? <laughs> yeah, um, give them. Now, Anna's work is uh, Russian. <laughs> yeah, hence the translation. Yeah, um, but it's at the, the height of uh, yet another political upheaval. And um, so it's it's the themes of separation and uh, the the being torn reminded yeah, okay. me of, of Anna's work. So I think I, I think you'll like her stuff. Um, and Marie Howe just kind of kicks you in the gut. <laughs> uh, also, if you haven't read Ellen Bass, do. Oh, all right. So we've hit all the major things. Is there anything that you'd like to bring up? Uh, I just like to shout out my friends real quick. Uh, you can, yeah, go for it. This is this is happening because I'm plugging this to every single person I know, uh, and by that I mean every person that I like talking to. Uh, so shout out Stuart. We've already shouted him out today. Hi, Stuart. Uh, check him out on Instagram at uh, Riot Ghoul. He does some really cool art stuff. I uh, just find him through my following. It's fine. It's like R I zero T dot Ghoul. Uh, shout out. I, don't, I shouldn't shout out everybody. You, why not? But you are you are allowed. You're so right. Uh, so shout out uh, the people that I partied with uh, last weekend who are genuinely yes. my loving community. Uh, shout out Reed. Shout out Danny. Shout out Shay. Shout out Julie. Icons. Absolute. Danny, icons. Shay, so and Julie. And Reed. Thank you. Don't forget Reed. And Reed. Reed. Reed's Reed. King. Reed. And uh, that's it. I'm going to be doing things at some point again. <laughs> uh, I've I've mentioned it at the start, but hey, it's the closer, so you got to you got to close and shit. Yep, that's right. Uh, Find me everywhere at Pressbox Pressbox Simile. I might start posting on Twitter. Uh, Michael's convinced me. So, yeah, you should. Uh, and remember to support the podcast. Uh, keep oh. listening. Share with your friends. There's a Patreon. I don't know where links are on these podcast sites, but there's they're in the notes. They're in the notes. They're always in the notes. <laughs> Ask Michael for the fucking notes. He's putting work. Okay. <laughs> All of my love and dedication my heart anyway <laughs> and yeah that's that's what i got all right uh eva it 
it's been a goddamn delight. Oh, yes. hey, do you want to contribute to the zine? I would absolutely fucking love to contribute to the zine. Ah, I need to fuck yeah. something to put in the zine, but I will absolutely. I was going to message you about it afterwards, but yeah. Yeah, okay, so, so, um, anything you'd like. I'm not claiming copyright or anything, so, I mean, it, and, uh, hopefully it will be um, a physical zine that I can get out to everybody that's participated, but if not, it'll be a digital. So I just need a PDF of something that you would like to contribute with. Cool beans. Yes. Cool All right. Beans. Awesome. Uh, so find Aoife everywhere <laughs> on social media. Uh, and also, I mean, in case you missed it and um, you're new here, um, Hi, I'm sorry. We've made so many references that you won't understand. But if you're not new here, uh, check out the notes. Um, you should have already been doing that. Everything's everything's there, including me being absolutely, absolutely hilarious. I can confirm, even though I haven't read the notes. I just believe it. Yeah. See, I'm just that convincing. I am that good. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Uh, you, you've been fantastic. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> or good morning. Whatever the fuck you're doing. Have a good day. <laughs>